Hi everybody, welcome to The Normal Show. This is Caleb. This episode is a lost episode that was supposed to have been a part two for last year's Halloween spooktacular. Um, the, the reason we never posted it is because this was back when we used to record separate audio and then I would uh, combine it. And Jeremiah's audio was completely messed up. His his voice sounded like a robot. Um, there was just a whole lot of uh, scratchy mechanic, uh, just bad audio. And his speed was off. It didn't matter how many times I tried to edit this. This I, I would get us synced up, our audio synced up, and then. Uh, the audio would just go uh, out of sequence. His his audio would be so much faster, and, and sometimes it was like 20 seconds off. And uh, so I've tried several times to edit this, tried to get it together, tried to make it sound good. The, what you're hearing tonight, or whenever you listen to this, what you're hearing was the best I was able to do to sync this up it required a lot of chopping, um, me cutting out lots and lots and lots of dead time or air, dead air on my audio to get it to try to line up with his. And even then, it still doesn't line up perfectly. Uh, so you may hear some times where it sounds a little off, but I tried the best uh, that I possibly could to uh, sync up the audio. And there may be some people out there who could take the raw audio and do a much better job than I can. You're welcome to do it. I'll send you the audio. Work your magic. Make it sound good. Um, but I don't know. At this time that we recorded this, we were doing this, and this was the only time that this really happened this badly. Um, and that's why we stopped doing it. Uh, something was going on with his computer. I don't know what it was, but it just, there were a couple of recordings where he started sounding, his audio started sounding like this. And so I just said, you know what, we're going to stop doing this. I'm going to use a different method to do the recordings. And it's been working a lot better. Um, so this is the Lost Episode 22, uh, Normal Show Spooktacular Part 2. Uh, here it is. It's a tough listen. Um, if you sit it out all the way through, you're a real trooper, and I appreciate you. Uh, so anyway, here you go.
I, I said, one, two, three, go. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, well, we'll figure it out. You're, well, you'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> You're the one that's going to figure it out. Well, hell, apparently you can hear, you can still hear me talk. So whenever, um, you know, you do these things. So, yeah, well, I can hear so. myself talk through yours. So there, then, then, you know, and the, then you know how to link and sync it up. See, it's a good thing that I'm doing that then. So, or that my headphones do I don't you know should, how to do that. You should reset your <laughs> so, headphones again. Yeah, it did the exact same. I, I walked you through it last time. Call, you should know so. how to do it. Well, no, it fixed it, but it doesn't stay well, this way you know permanent it up, for whatever so. reason. So. <sighs> um, but anyhow, um, just how come, how come Chris never has a problem with it, but you seem to have the problem with it when I it to you? Well, he has had a problem with it. He just probably knows the settings better than I do to prevent it. Well, he said it when we were recording. He said, hey, can you turn your volume down? I was like, okay, I don't have it up, but whatever. No. No. No, because he no thought I was coming through. He heard <laughs> he's my never, voice coming through. He's never said that we've done it several times, and he's never said that with yeah. anybody else. It was because your TV. Yeah. He was talking about your TV. He was talking about the TV. It was loud. Well, it was. But I didn't have my TV up. And, and even when I turned it down, I was still hearing TV coming through on somebody else's. So it was yeah, you and Chris who had the TV up. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. It was his TV. And uh, several yeah. other sketches. And, yeah. But anyhow. But that's that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to, to uh, do the show. So shall we start the show? <laughs> All right. You want to do it? You, you gotta... Okay. Hey, everybody. Okay. <laughs> now yeah. you got to let my whistle here. Kind of loosen up my throat. And that's all what you. She said. <laughs> She's a filthy whore. <laughs> hmm. All right. Shit. Supposed to make it easier, but I coughed. <clears throat> hey, everybody! Welcome to the it's show. All you. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Jeremiah. And uh, today, this is—I guess—this hey, is our you. October spectacular episode. Spectacular. It's the normal show, Spectacular Part Two. Ooh. Ooh. But uh, so yeah, so this one we're we're really just gonna kind of spend a little time and talk about just you know diff different uh, uh, horror medium, I guess, or media uh, that has kind of inspired us through the years that we love for one reason or another. So you know, we're gonna kind of start out with. Uh, literature, then kind of move on to, say, video games, and then inevitably um, uh, TV and film that really kind of, that, you know, really, that, we love, that we love to read around this time of year, watch around this time, you know, experience around this time of year, or watch. Um, and, uh, and yes, should we get right into it, or do you want to start out with anything first? Okay, well, uh, so let's start out with literature then. Um, 
what's something like what's something you really love to read like say a comic be it a, be it a comic be it a graphic novel be it like a uh a break you know a traditional book um what's something that you always love to read around this time well, of year i always tell people my favorite horror book that i read uh was banicula Manicula. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have fond memories of that book. As a child. Oh, I do. I always bring that book up. Yeah. Whether seriously or jokingly or yeah. half both. Because I remember. But there uh, was that scene. yeah, I liked. I always liked the idea of. Uh, like I couldn't. I couldn't understand. I couldn't visualize him sucking like carrots the and, out of yeah, tomatoes, or, yeah. or carrots and stuff. But uh, yeah. And, uh, I always, well, I always loved, the, the thing that always stuck with me in Vernicula was the, the idea, because it was the dog and the cat were the ones that were, that were the, it was primarily the cat that was like, we have to kill him, and yeah. Yeah, Chester, forget. and it's been, it's been, God, like, I remember the specific scene in Vernicula where they, you know, they, they figure out that, okay, you have to pound a steak through a vampire's heart in order to kill it. So they get a literal like beef steak, and the yeah. kid is trying to pound it into the into Benicula's hearts. And then, yeah. of course, the owners come by and say, "What the like, What the hell are you doing?" So they throw him out, and I think because the steak is ruined, so they just make it for the dog. The dog's like, "No, and he eats it." <laughs> oh, but um. <laughs> mm -hmm. When. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know, as a kid, I didn't realize yeah. it was a series. I just read that one book and then left yeah. it behind. Well, I know, like, and, my, uh, yeah, my mom, but, you know, she you was know, a, she was a second and third grade teacher now. for years, and she would always read those and, to her students. So that was one of the, that was one of the um, uh, stories that she always loved. To, you know, cause, you know, cause a lot of times they'll have, like, the, they'll have story hour or, or story uh, time or whatever, and, the, and around October she would always read Benicula. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and I, you know, I didn't, or if I did know it was a series when I was a kid, I didn't read the whole series, and yeah. I didn't realize that Benicula wasn't in all of them. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize. Like the, the second one was like called Hotel Transylvania or something. No, <laughs> it wasn't Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> yeah, no, but it was a, uh, it was something like that. It was they were in a hotel, and. <laughs> It was just the yeah. cat and the dog, and it was, you know, there were weird goings yeah. on around the hotel. And then I think in the third one, Benicula comes back. It's called like yeah. Return of Benicula or something like that. But you can't they really, really have a story of Benicula that, series. <laughs> what people liked. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah. Well, I mean, so as far as so those are kind of like your, yeah. So so for real though, like. I don't know. I would. I. I didn't read that much. Like I had friends that were read yeah. like, you know, the Pet Cemetery and uh, yeah, those kind. You know, Stephen King books. I wasn't really into all that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, um, did you ever really read any of like the? Know, I think we talked about this last time we were, just we were just talking. Did you ever read any of those uh, scary stories to tell in the dark books that were like the short, the collection of shorts? Not really. I mean, I read for whatever. You know, I read a lot for. Uh, what was that? The book, um, you know, you'd go to pizza yeah, yeah, like, like, lots you, you get like you get a free personal pan pizza. Book yeah. it, book it, book yeah. it is what it was called. Yeah, I read, I read all the time for that, and Benicula, yeah. I think, was part of that. Um, but 
I never, I never really read the, Goosebumps, yeah. you know, any Goosebumps yeah. or scary stories um, to tell them. Uh, sidebar, since you brought up I did watch on Nickelodeon. Fox had their actual Goosebumps series. And sidebar, if you're listening to this and you have yeah. not seen the Funny or Die video with R.L. Stein, check it out. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Um, but no, uh, as a kid, yeah, I always loved, I, I, I enjoyed those you, scary stories to, to tell in the dark because they were, they were genuinely creepy. Like, and they were, they were just, it was a collection of shorts and also the, I forget the name of the guy who did the artwork for those because like, that's some really disturbing artwork and they actually used, the, you know, because they recently made their Guillermo del Toro uh, produced that movie and they used the same artwork for a lot of the, as, as yeah. inspiration and and it's yeah and, and, and actually it was just on TV because I had to forget yeah. which which channel is showing you and I actually the watched that one and yeah that that for 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 a for a PG thirteen horror movie it's pretty disturbing <laughs> um and and even like like there's like those uh like I remember that's where I think one of the stories is where that whole Bloody Mary thing came from where like you you look in the mirror and say it however many times and she appears and gets you um. And then, like, you know, they were all, like, you know, and, and like, they were selling these to kids. Like, these, this was part of, like, the book fair, I remember. And, and you read that, you know, looking back, and then I was like, man, that was some, like, that's really some, like, dark dark stories to be kind of telling kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, as far as, like, I was going to say, as far as, like, sort of adult books uh, that I really love that are in the horror genre, um, I would say probably, and, and this one's kind of a definitive novel, like, it really kind of, uh, inspired a lot. It inspired a lot, and actually, you know, legitimately did uh, uh, inspired three movies based off of it, uh, which is "I Am Legend" uh, by Chris Matheson. And and the thing is, or not? Is it? It's not Chris Matheson. Uh, let me uh, just a second. Let me look at his name because uh, I have it right here. I want to make sure I get, get his name right. Uh, it was uh, Richard Matheson. Sorry. Um, uh, but anyway, so it was a Richard, it was a Richard Matheson book called I Am Legend, uh, which you know, everybody everybody knows now because of the Will Smith movie, which is easily the worst adaptation um, of that. Uh, still the best one, I think, is the original, which was the, because yeah, it was it was made in the three movies. It was um, not, uh, originally Last yeah, Man on Earth not. with Vincent Price. Then it was The Omega Man uh, with Charlton Heston. And then eventually, uh, and, and then that's the that's the one I saw. Uh, the first one I saw was the yeah. Man. Um, but I still say the best, hands down, is um, is uh, well, and, and even actually, uh, 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 George Romero even said that Night of Living Dead is technically it's basically he took the he took the general premise and replaced the uh, zombies or replaced the, the vampires with zombies. Um, but uh, but no, the, I still stand by that uh, the first one, Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price, is the best adaptation because it's you know they all none of them are really one hundred percent accurate to the book, but that one is the truest. Like that one is the closest, and like the idea that he's he's searching grid by grid, he's kind of hunting them down, and that in the end, you know, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the movies or or read the book. He's actually the monster. That's the whole point of the title: is that humanity is now vampires. He's the only holdout. <laughs> he's the only one that's not a vampire, and, and he literally—you know—it's it's one of those things. At the very end of the book, he realizes, "Oh, I've been going out in the middle of the day and killing all these people, so they're—they're they're legit. They're legit scared of me. You know, <laughs> it's like I'm basically Grendel living on living on the hill." Um, 
and uh, and no, it's it's really good. It's uh, like I said, it's influenced so many so many different people, like Stephen King, uh, Dean Koontz, pretty much your you know your 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 sort of gold standard horror writers uh, today had had a major influence on them. Um, as far as uh, other like you know, other literature stuff, and this is kind of going to shift now more to comics. Uh, were there any more? Were there any like uh, horror comics that you really liked? Well, you know, unfortunately, we didn't grow up during the horror comic era. I mean, there were we 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 grew up with well, we tales the, from the crypt. We did get the reprints. I was gonna say we did get the like like you and I were in the generation we when got, the show was big, so we got the reprints. Yeah, the tales from the crypt and all that was was yeah. based on those old comics, EC yeah. comics. But we didn't. I mean, we didn't grow up with them. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, so like, really, I mean, sense. we just knew them from the past and stuff. Yeah. So as far as horror comics. You know, the first one you read you was during our time was like yeah. Walking Dead. I remember yeah. reading that before it got big. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah, and, but, and that was kind of that was that was that kind of came out at a time when people, you know, it, it was it was kind of a sleeper hit, I guess, at first because everybody thought that the the zombie genre at that point was was passe, like oh, we're, we're so saturated with it, and here it, and it was now this sort of new and different take on it, you know, of like. Because I know Kirkman's whole thing was, oh yeah, those movies. It's like, one, you know, once they end, it's like, okay, we're okay, you know, everything's fine. But then it's like, well, what happens weeks later? Yeah, it's like yeah, eventually, eventually, growth, like, you know, like at. the cities are going to have growth, you know, like forest growth. Uh, well, and and he always said it was never the zombies that were the walkers yeah. that were, you know, yeah. the, the issue. It was yeah. humans. It was like dealing with other humans yeah. that was the problem. After after that initial wave, you know, that initial yeah. uh, outbreak, once they got a handle on that, it was like, how does society, uh, society yeah. devolve? And, you know, they start yeah. fighting each yeah. other. And that's kind of where later on, you yeah. know, in the book, you have Negan and all that. Yeah. Uh, um, the governor... And yeah, and, and I mean, and it, and it just ended. I guess was it within the last couple months ago? Is that right? Because they were just about to do issue two. It's not a couple of years. years now. Yeah, I mean, it's just because I think it, it, it ended like just oh, before like the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It was last year. They were just about to hit. No, it wasn't. You know, instead of because they're, they're about to do their 200th episode, and I think two issues before. I think it was at one issue 199 or 189. He decided to quit. Stack over here. The last issue was number 193. 193. Okay, because I know yeah. like they were they were coming really close to 200, and he and, and it sounded like oh yeah, because it was it was sort of like a. A surprise, like Kirkman kind of made it a Well, yeah, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was like he was at 193, and people were like, why didn't you just go to 200? And he was like, well, it ended at 193. I mean, that's where it ended. Why why prolong it? It was like, because you're the yeah. writer and you can do that. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, is it better that he ends it on his terms or that he ends it like, oh, I had just, I, I threw a bunch of fuller stuff in here so I can get to 200. Oh, so. Yeah, I know, but it's yeah. like with comics, you're always cutting down. Yeah. So I mean, you really you can space it out however yeah. you want, but I I also get the fact like yeah. if you want to end it, you can end it. Yeah. You know, it's your choice. So, but it just for me, yeah. my my OCDness. You want to end it on a like, number? Why? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, why not 195? Yeah. 
or or two hundred yeah. or or one ninety. Why yeah. one ninety three? Um, yeah. uh, that's mean, my problem. But I mean, I mean it's still like. I mean, he, it had a long run. I mean, that, as far as indie books go, and and how long and how how popular that one was, it had a good run. And and, and like I said, I mean, at, at the very least, it ended on Kirkman's terms. Um, but another, I was gonna say another one that's kind of in that same. Well, and yeah. before we go on, you know, he also wrote Outcast, and it didn't have as yeah. big of a break. Oh, it, it did get a, it did get like a. But, team, I forget what network was it. Was it Cinemax or was it Showtime? It was yeah. one, yeah. It was one that nobody has. That so I had it. It's one of the one of the one of the channels I actually have, but I never actually watched the show. Although I guess I could probably, I think it's Cinemax that it was on, and I could you know, I could always go, I could always go online and watch it. But yeah, <laughs> I'll get around. To it. I'm watching so much crap now, but um, but no, back to back to what I was gonna say to kind of to kind of move on to another. Uh, if you love like if you like Walking Dead, um, another one that but it's imagine Walking Dead like three times more messed up, um, which is a it's a Garth Ennis horror book called Crossed. Um, did you ever read any of Crossed? I never did. Just just yeah. the ones you showed yeah. me. Because like that one, I mean, it's it, I would say it's not a zombie book. It's more of like kind of like that other sort of that other like sort of subgenre of zombie books like is in, infected because. They're clearly not zombies because they're they're alive and they um you know like they're you know and like, and, and like they, they and, you know and, like, and they can actually sprint after you as opposed to move slow <laughs> and and it's called crossed because whenever they get this virus or this infection essentially what it does is it eats away at your face and makes this cross shape and it turns them into like basically it turns these it it, it robs these people of their inhibitions. And so, a lot of times, like they're they're driven to murder. Like they're they're gonna like like, like any 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 impulse they have, it basically unleashes. So like they'll brutally murder people. They'll, they'll rape them. It's just like they'll do a lot of stuff. Like and just tear like essentially just tear people apart with their bare hands. Like like slivers. Like, well, like but uh, shiver, like uh, or shiver. Something in your locker. Yo, yeah, shiver. You know, like shivers. Like there's the argument that the. There's something in your storage yeah. locker, dude. My we'll get to shivers. We'll get. We'll eventually get to shivers uh, when we get when we get when we move on to the to the movie portion. Uh, but no, but it's it is. I mean, it's it's, it's definitely it's a body horror. You know, it's kind of body horror. It's uh, it, I guess it's it's kind of like I would say more fast paced. Uh, Walking Dead, and it and it ends at least the first book ends far darker <laughs> than Walking Dead, like where you, you see like. The, the sacrifices that people make and just like, you know, and how like, you know, that like there, there's even one character I remember, which once again, spoilers here, um, that's like part of their group who opens up and you find out that he was actually a serial killer and, and you know, and he, like, you know, he, they, like, in, like, the, in the early days of, you know, the, when people were getting infected, he was literally, like, rounding them up and torturing them, and, like, they would just say messed up things to him, and then he, he just kind of lost the taste for it, and inevitably they're like, yeah, we're, we're not, we don't want you in our group after you just told us that, <laughs> so, um, and, yeah, it's, it looks like it's, if you, if you enjoy Garth Ennis, uh, Definitely one. It is also because it's Garth and it's very messed up, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, but it's it's still. I mean, like I said, as far as horror goes, I mean, if you're if you're kind of into like the body horror genre, I definitely recommend that one. Um, 
something else, speaking of body horror, uh, this will probably be like the last book I bring up. Uh, unless you had, a, did you have another one you wanted to talk about? Um, not that I can think of. Okay. Um, so the last, uh, and this is another graphic novel, uh, but it's very much like, imagine if uh, David Cronenberg directed a, a graphic novel, uh, it's a book called Black Hole, uh, which is, um, uh, it's, a, it's a Charles Burns book. It is, I would say, it, like, it's not, not just my favorite graphic novel, it's probably my favorite book in general. Because um, it's, it's really this sort of uh, allegory for, one, STDs, and two, uh, losing your virginity. Um, because it's this, there's a, it, it takes place in the 70s, and I think Seattle, and um, it, there's this thing called the teen plague, which is this sexually transmitted disease, and uh, when you get it, you actually form a mutation. Like, one character develops a, a second mouth in his throat that basically, whenever he's asleep, it talks and says, it's, it's basically his, his id, and it says it basically says what his true feelings are and everything he wants. Um, another character, a female character, starts shedding her skin every so often. Um, and then somebody else grows a tail. And it's just so, so it basically has all these, like, there are all these different side effects, and, and the mutation is different for everyone, but they're kind of, you know, they're ostracized and made fun of, and it's, like a big part of it, like I said, it's it's sort of a an allegory for STD, but it's also the idea that once you have sex, the world is completely different. Like you, like the world, like it's no longer the same world, and so that's like kind of like their mutations about how they how they how it changes them in some way or another. And it's a really, I mean, it's it's a really good book. It was one of the, it was a book that. I used to read on the here in Chicago. I would I'd take on the um, on the L and read it. And sometimes I would get to a part where, whenever I got off at my stop, I would sit on the bench at the stop and be like, "Okay, I got I got to finish this before I move on." <laughs> you know? Was this uh, Catholic propaganda? Like no, not at all. Well, because, like I said, the the thing too about well, because it like it, the other thing too, like like for example, the the girl shedding her skin was basically her being reborn every time. Like, she, you know, she's something new and stuff. And it, and it kind of shows, like, how, like, you know, how all the other people are kind of, like, how, like, the, the normals, I guess, <laughs> the normals um, were kind of boring and stuff. So, I mean, it's very much, um, like I said, it's, very, uh, it's done by a guy named Charles Burns who also did another kind of, like, like a, a book called Big Baby, which is a, a fairly decent sort of, like, like kind of unsettling uh, um, mystery horror book, um, and uh, and he's also the inspiration for uh, Mr. Burns on the Sim uh, Simpsons. I don't think he is at all. Uh, <laughs> Charles Montgomery it it's, it's kind of coincidence, but <laughs> uh, but no, I mean he's another guy who, like I said, like uh, if you uh, yeah. no, that's fact. Oh, okay, thank it. you, Trump. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. That's like that as far as literature goes. Um, those are all, I think, pretty pretty solid, pretty solid uh, things to pick from, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh sure. Yeah. You say so? yeah. Um, I mean, there's more out there. Yeah, but I mean, this, these are just our, these are kind of our favorites to, to read or do, you know, what what have you. Um, okay, so we did literature. Shall we move on to video games? Um, I guess you know us growing up, we were right there at the mm -hmm. advent of 
yeah. the Nintendo Sega uh, and even and like and the and the rise of like the PlayStation and the Xbox. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I mean that. before that though, yeah. my point is with with Sega and and Nintendo, a lot of those games were either side scrollers or top view, mm. top down view. Yeah, you know? like Castlevania, I guess, was sort of at that point maybe the the most scary game you could play. And <laughs> well, and even I mean yeah, it was exactly. I mean, but, you know, mm. it was like a little weird dude with yeah. a whip. It's like, 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 yeah, um, and I, I guess there were those. Uh, was there an, a game based on Alien? Um, I mean, there was like there. I know there was like a I, Genesis I know there was Alien game. There was like a Genesis game license game on Aliens or something, but yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't it's effective. Yeah, it wasn't effective. Yeah, you know, the first one that comes to mind that was really good and genuinely scary were the Resident Evil yeah. games. Yeah, I. I remember not being able, you know, because I used to always love uh, playing with the lights out, uh, video games with the lights out, you know, and just have the monitor, and like, I could not play that game with the lights out, <laughs> because it's, you know, and, and I think the, you know, the big thing was, it was really the first, you know, when we talked about this, one of the first um, uh, games to really utilize camera angles, like, like you know, like, yeah. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have these extreme yeah. forced perspective angles yeah. where you could barely see and then, anything, and you're like, what the yeah. hell? Well, like, like, something's gonna jump out. Something's gonna jump yeah. out, and then and either either it wouldn't happen, or they'd have like sure, a, a yeah. jump scare, like a musical, you know, flourish, yeah. a flourish, and you're like, no, 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 and then nothing happens, yeah. and then you yeah. walk well, by like, the window. I remember in the sequel, there's that thing like, oh, when you walk okay. through the hallway and the arms grab. <laughs> it's like the like zombies or zombies burst through the window and you know, like, oh great, now I gotta and you know, it's like, I gotta fight them and yeah, I, I, it's like I have to either get them right in the head or it's gonna tear I make sure that I'm far enough away that I'm gonna be able to kill them. Yeah. Um or you'd had you had the zombie dogs that yeah. were always a pain. Yeah. And well and I remember well even in like the very first Resident Evil, like when you first the, the first encounter you have with a zombie when you go into that room and it just sort of you know, you hear it because you can hear that like, when you're walking up, you can hear the chomping. You know, you can kind of hear like the, like it's like, really it's eating somebody, and then you walk in, and then it mm-hmm. the, it shows up like like sort of movie uh, thing where where the zombie then turns around and sees you, and you know, and, and had you never played this before, it's like you know you then your immediate instinct is to just pull your gun and shoot. Well, it doesn't you know first two shots don't do jack, and so then it grabs a hold of you and starts biting you, and you're like, oh wait no no. <laughs> You know, um, mm-hmm. and uh, hey, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, so like those, those were really yeah. Well, and but they, I mean, they used all of the 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 gimmicks yeah. of horror movies. You know, like you'd have the musical flourishes and yeah. then nothing happens, or 
or you'd like turn turn a corner and all yeah. all everything would go away and yeah. it would just be completely silent and you'd be able to hear your footsteps yeah. walking down the the alley or you know whatever and so that when when the when the action did happen it was like yeah. even more like oh crap oh, oh, and, um, <laughs> and yeah it's just it's, it's it's way of like like you were saying like how like it was made made to where like sometimes you couldn't see around the corner uh, and then, like, yeah, you would, so you'd run the regular angle, you'd run, and then you'd turn, and it's just like, oh, there's a freaking monster right there! <laughs> um, but yeah, like, no, those were, those were always fun, and, like, fun, and, like, fun, like, scary games, and, like, and legit, you know, scary. It wasn't like, it wasn't like Doom, where it's like, oh, okay, I got this thing, but if I just get, if I just shoot a missile at it, it's dead, <laughs> you know? Um... I actually, as far as uh, newer games are concerned, um, I recently, actually, just last night, I finally played it, and, uh, or again, I finally played it and finished it, was the original uh, Last of Us uh, game. And uh, I will say, like, it took me back to Resident Evil in that I have not had as much anxiety playing a game that I've had since since I played the, the I think, Resident Evil 2 years Years and years ago, um, because this one and it's it's more like it's, it's more it's not so much the zombie it's it's more like an infected you know uh, uh, they're they're not really zombies they're infected and it's actually interesting because the thing that infects them is is, is based off of a real thing it's because um, like they're they're infected with by spores like these fungal spores and that comes from you you've heard about the thing with in, in ant colonies right where like fungus mm-hmm. essentially will will take over an ant and like and it's, it'll eat its brain but the ant but it'll, it's still like controlling the ant um and that's kind of what this is based on because it's basically like they turn eventually these these people yeah. turn into like fungi monsters <laughs> And um, and yeah, no, it's it is it's really jarring. It's a jarring game to play, and there are some really messed up moments in it where, like, you know, you think a character is gonna make it all the way to the end, and nope, they they, they died right there. <laughs> it's like in, within the storyline. Um, well, now you've just well, I didn't tell you which character um, or characters. Um, and you you didn't say so. No, I didn't say so. I didn't need to because <laughs> I didn't spoil anything. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's there's some really messed up moments in which like you know like it's the the two main characters um, you know it's it's basically this guy and this little girl who's sort of the the one like it's, it's this uh, this guy named this character named Joel. It's his duty to get this girl named Ellie, who apparently is the only person who's ever survived a bite from one of the infected. He's got to get her from Boston to like, Salt Lake City. In order to get like so that so that the people can make a you know you, you know, use her DNA to make a uh, an antidote or or a, or a vaccine or whatever and stop the plague um, and uh, and it's got like it's just it's just it's really about just the the things that they have to do to get there and like there's some really messed up moments where they encounter kind of like what you're talking about with Walking Dead where they encounter um, cannibals and and like. Uh, and they have to, you know, they get to fight your way through them, and it's like I said, it's 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 fun, but it's also just like emotionally jarring, and and really is like I, I had not really felt that um, the anxiety that I felt uh, from playing a game uh, like that in a long time. So you you haven't played it yet, right? Right. Yeah. 
So you should check it out. <laughs> <I recommend it. laughs> um, well, uh, I guess that's it on video games, unless you can think of another scary one other than Resident Evil and Last of Us. Like, well, have you played a really scary one lately? No, I've been playing the uh, um, Uncharted games a lot. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, there was Red Dead Redemption. No, the Red Dead Redemption uh, zombie nightmare downloadable content. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. every time a bear would come out, it'd be like... Yeah, I I don't know. I'll admit that with that one, I got bored and I cheated. (laughs) I I used the cheats. Because I was just like, this is just just too hard. I just want to have a good time. Like, I don't care if I don't get the trophy. Well, I know. It's like, that, that was the thing, too. It's like... The the Resident Evil games were scary, but they weren't. Some levels were hard initially, yeah. but the more yeah. you played, the more you were able to. Yeah, it's, 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 it's basically they're they're always about puzzles, like all those movies. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Movies. But the then the, some games are like, oh, we got to make this impossible. Yeah. It's like that's not the point, you know. It doesn't doesn't make it fun yeah. to play if it's impossible. Um, well, yeah, I guess, uh, should we move on to, I guess, TV? Um, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Check off another box. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what are your, what are some of your favorite scary television shows to watch? And, and or streaming series, I guess, now, since that's also a thing. Um, I don't know. It's hard. Because I don't watch that many scary well, shows, yeah. and to me, there's, there's not a, there's well, not a lot like, that's Let's say, like, scary. um... Yeah. But intentionally, I mean, things that are supposed to be yeah. creepy or scary, yeah, I, I mean, that. there's American Horror Story, which it's yeah. not scary. But it's also supposed to... It's kind of... Creepy. Yeah. But it's also... I don't know. I'm American Horror Story, that was kind of also kind of lampooning to a certain not, extent, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's taking all yeah. these stories and, and I do, I do in like, the anthology, like yeah. Type show. That's and uh, that's Guillermo yeah, yeah, del Toro, which um, uh, apparently is also based off of a series of novels and graphic novels he did, which I had no idea until after I watched it. And it's kind of it's kind of, it, it, it's why it has that vampire that he's always kind of developed mm-hmm. from the from Chronos and even. Uh, his Blade sequel, it's kind of like they're kind of like that vampire, you know. Uh, well, I mean, like, even you like, say, like, Ash vs. Evil Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, that's... Um, I mean, like, I really, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's something yeah. you would watch. I mean, it's something you'd probably watch around this time Again, of year. I mean, those you know? aren't really scary. That's funny, you know. I mean, um, it's, uh... And, uh... I don't know. So much, so many horror movies. They try. They're like, "Ooh, we're scary," and it, it it's always been disturbing more about imagery. Like, or is that what you're like into? Yeah. Yeah, like like gore and like jump scares, and now they're just lame. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid, they're more scary. As yeah. you grow up, you're like, "This is dumb." But the ones, the ones that could actually happen, like Scream, isn't scary. But when, yeah, you know that opening morning, scene yeah. where the dog, you know. Drew Barrymore's by herself, and I bring uh, this up because Carrie's in the other room watching Scream, 
right now, but um, yeah. but the idea that oh that that's something that could actually happen, you know, like mm-hmm. like that yeah. in that sense, yeah. it's unsettling. You know, it's not scary because you know it's a movie, yeah. but it's unsettling because it's like what if and, and also it's like to it's one of the things somebody I know. Yeah. But then that started that started yeah, the horror thing with those then you had Saw those and are more like, come out those, where it was like, just like Saw oh, is Saw and uh, and Hostel. Those are really just torture porn. Like those really are not horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Well right, and but that's that's all that's all like the it either yeah. horror movies either became torture porn, like those movies, mm. or they became jump scares yeah. with that, nothing really happening like all the you know the what were those movies with the with, with cameras, uh, yeah, yeah, where it was just like, oh, look at that! Somebody um, started glowing. I will say though, scary. it does seem that like it looks like we're starting to kind of get back to slow burn horror movies, um, because with the popularity of um, like a few, there's a few like uh, the you said you had not seen The Witch, right? I don't think so. This one's actually a really good one. Let's do it because it's got uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, oh, it yeah, came right. out. Yeah. yeah, it came out, I'm going to say, like, two or three years ago. Like, I mean, uh, if I had a magic box that could, that could tell me these things. Because um, that one, that one's a really good one in that um, a lot of it is more, it's more disturbing imagery than it is, like, jump scares. And it's and it's sort of like a, like a slow burn type movie. And it was, uh, so it came out in, where is it? Uh, 2015. So it's five years old. Um and by the way, she's in the Queen's Gambit. Oh, oh. Right now but it was done by a guy named uh, Robert Eggers, uh, who I'm trying to see what else he's directed. If he's done any more, like sort of. Oh, he did the Lighthouse, which I have not. Leggers. Well, no, uh, he Leggers did the Lighthouse, which all right, it says he wrote it. He also directed. Yeah, he directed too, which is another movie I have not seen, but I have heard that it's a really good horror movie. Are you familiar with that one? Was it horror? I thought it was just a weird isolation. Well, no, it's still, it's, it's still technically horror. I mean, it's still, I guess, within that horror genre. Um, and, uh, like, yeah, because it's, even if you look it up on, if you look it up on IMDb, it says drama, fantasy, mystery, horror, or horror mystery. Um, no, it's been, it's considered a horror movie. And I've been told that it's actually a really good and creepy horror movie. Um, have not seen it, though, but as if it's anything like The Witch, I can kind of I, I can see what it probably what what, what it's kind of like. Well, and uh, yeah, I mean, I plan to watch that one. Yeah. Um, but movie like I like Dario Argento. Do you like which one? Dario Argento. Yeah. Well, like the Italian horror. I, don't movie. Know. I mean, like I will say about Dario Argento. Uh, I mean, they're Suspiria not, they're is great. Suspiria is definitely good. And, and deep, so is Professor yeah, deep, deep Red is good, but, man, he's got some stinkers. <laughs> like, Tenebrae. Oh, yeah. You cannot yeah. convince me Tenebrae is a good one. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not saying they're good, but they're, like, yeah. they're different, you know? Like, they were... They There's were a certain visual style that he has, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, well, definitely... That's, with, that's um, missing in horror movies now, yeah. where, because they rely on all the same stuff. Yeah. If you look at his movies... Each one was different, kind of a different yeah. um, theme of yeah. horror. Because um, with Phenomena, it was like... The best ending, which, by the way, best ending to a horror movie ever. 
<laughs> I, will yeah. let, I will let the audience at home, I don't want to spoil it, uh, <laughs> I'll let the audience at home Google or go on YouTube and, and look up ending of uh, Phenomena, uh, or Dario Argento's Phenomena, and you will not be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you'll probably but, and, it and, over and over on a loop like I do. And for me, like The Shining has always yeah. been my favorite. Well, and um, I guess another um, even even though it's not close to it's not like yeah, he, he just owned the movie. Yeah. And it's it does have a lot of uh, Kubrick, yeah. but it's another one that's it's kind of it's it's more it's not so much built on jump scares as it is just sort of like disturbing imagery, which is kind of what, yeah. Right, you slowly watch the guy either yeah. go insane or become possessed. Yeah. I mean, well, clearly, like the ghosts are a real thing is. because eventually, well, it's because it's because his they're they're using uh, Dan, uh, Danny's power. They're using his psychic ability to try to manifest themselves. <laughs> um, and uh, but no, like, I was gonna say, like uh, mm -hmm. stuff that like, you're, you're kind of like, oh, modern movies aren't really doing that, and I think they are sort of getting back there. I think I think a lot of a lot of filmmakers. Are trying to uh, are trying to take a step back and bring us though, like, kind of like bring that back. Uh, and, and, I mean, it's it's not an easy task because God, like people's attention spans. Yeah, yeah, say that again. People's attention spans are so short because of the TikToks and the and the YouTubes and the Facebooks. <laughs> um, but uh, a really good example, and I think I've told you about it, um, is Midsummer or Midsummer. Midsummer. Because uh, it's the it's the Nordic way of saying summer. Um, because that movie really like, like every horror convention you can think of, that movie does the opposite. Like it's very much like everything is, you know. Whereas most you think most horror movies have to be like really dark and like you know and and, and like you know and have to be like like oh god we got to have scary music and we got to do all this. There's really not a lot. Like everything is pastel. Well, and yeah. I think I think you'll find. That the like foreign foreign horror movies are or have been better. Yeah, but that was, that was an American production, though. But well, sure, but I mean, it's it's based on you know. There's a lot of times you'll find that one maybe, but I'm talking like like Juan, yeah. right? Was a Korean or Japanese yeah. horror film that was made into in America, and the American version is that was like. Was that the ring so watered the... down. That was the. I think Juwan was the yeah. ring, and then there was the other one, uh, yeah. the Grudge. Or no, yeah. Juwan was the Grudge. Ringu. Or however, the, however you say it. Was ring. Was the ring. Yeah, Ringu. And then yeah, Juwan yeah. was the Grudge. Yeah. And and you have that, and but then you have the uh, what was the one in, oh, in, uh, right one in. Yeah. In the American. That one, but that one was called Let yeah, Me. The, the right American one, one was Let Me In. Was the original, yeah, uh, the Icelandic the right or one the, the, the uh, Norwegian? It wasn't Iceland. It was. Uh, it was I know it was Sweden. I mean, it was Sweden. It was one. Of, it was yeah, one of the Nordic whatever. countries. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but no, but but as I was saying though, with um, but but also to go back earlier and before you okay. finish your thought there, um, I just want to see how long. But Guillermo del Toro, you know, I've seen a few yeah. Mexican horror movies that were good too. Like, uh, there was that. Well, beyond that one, what what was that? Yeah. 
Yeah, The Devil's Backbone, but then there was another one called, um, it was like, it was two siblings, a, a boy and a girl, and, um, it was something like their, either their dad was Satan, or Saint, Satan was trying to possess their dad, or some, there was some sort of thing, I can't remember the name of it right now, but I, I can remember the something, I don't know, but anyway, that one... Yeah. But now, uh, but now back to the, like, like I said, like I was saying with, with Midsummer, with Midsummer, how it is, mm-hmm. it is everything that you would think of a horror movie. It is the exact opposite. It is most of the, most of the really bad stuff happens in the middle of the day. Uh, it is like there is, yeah, there's really not a lot. I mean, there's there's music in it, but it's not like horror music. It is, like I said, it, it's it, everything is like the way it's shot. It's brightly lit. All like everything is in pastels. It's more about just showing you like and, and with, with this color palette and this and and like this theme showing you just really disturbing things happening <laughs> and and yeah like and even like the opening mm-hmm. the opening scene like sort of the inciting incident it's just so screwed up and it's um like I said, the guy who did it uh, he's another i think he's a foreign guy let me see here um because he also did that movie uh, hereditary which apparently is another one. It's, I have not seen it, but apparently it's another one that is supposedly like you either like that movie or you hate it. Um, it's a guy named uh, Ayer, or A-R-I, so Ari um, uh, Aster, I guess is his name, and he is from, where is he from, does it say? does not say where he's from, but I, I know he's not American, but uh, I, don't, I don't believe he is anyway, but... Um, but yeah, it um, it's also like the, well the other thing too is it's a big part of Midsummer is psychedelics and mushrooms and stuff and so like they shoot things and that, that's also where the pastels and everything come into play because you're seeing the you're seeing the the characters on psychedelics and how like something will be melting like they'll be looking at someone's face and it just starts to melt you know <laughs> and it's just like I said so it's just like it's a big part of it is it's not I don't I can't even think of one jump scare that's in that movie, but it's all it, it is still like horribly it, it, it's horrific and and creepy as so. hell. Um, and they do it like, you know and like you know because it, it's a slow burn movie, and I think even I'm trying to think of what the running time is on here. It is let's see here. So yeah, it, it's almost a three hour movie, but it didn't. But the thing was though, it's like it's, it's a two and a half hour movie, but it's still. It doesn't feel that way, you know. It's like it builds the story to where, like, you're on the edge of your seat the entire time. You're just like, oh, oh my god, that can't, that can't be good. No, no, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's on Max or it's on Max uh, Prime. You should watch it for before Halloween. Carrie would even probably like it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but now to kind of and to kind of go back, uh, Devil's Backbone. Was another one of those. I know we kind of briefly talked about Del Toro. Um, yeah, he's another guy who I think is really good. Like you know, uh, a really good voice in horror nowadays too. Because uh, and it's kind of a unique thing that he always. Have you ever noticed in his movies, the monsters aren't really the bad people. It's it's like humans are the bad people. You ever notice that? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a recurring thing. And that even kind of goes back to. Um, uh, God, what was it? Uh, uh Kronos. Because uh, you know the story about Kronos, right? Like the kind of behind the scenes stuff. 
Um, I remember a long time ago you probably said it, but um, because like you know it was the because he, you know he originally he originally was gonna have it towards just a straight up monster movie, like where like the the grandfather turns into a vampire and tries to kill the tries to kill the daughter and kill the family and everything like that, but. Um, in the process of writing the script, I think his, his grandmother became terminally ill, and that changed his opinion on how the story was going to go. So he made it to where, you know, the grandfather turns into this vampire, but it's, and it's really a love story between him and his granddaughter about how no matter how far gone he goes, the granddaughter still loves him. You know, she goes, that's her, that's her grandfather. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. That's him. My grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did. <laughs> and then, of course, he goes, You almost missed it. <laughs> he goes, you almost missed it. He goes, nah! <laughs> I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I'm if sure you still can still find that on uh, YouTube. But, um, but with Devils, you know, and the, and the, and the thing is, is like the, the Ron Perlman character is really. And, and his uncle are really the evil monsters of that movie. Um, in Devil's Backbone, you know, the, there's a ghost that, you know, it's haunted, you know, the, the orphanage or whatever, or like the wayward home that they're at is haunted by this little boy's ghost. But it's, you know, he's act, the, the ghost is actually trying to protect all the kids, you know, from this, from these guys who were, you know, I guess they were like uh, bandits or something that were trying to steal the, the money that the, the you know the, the whatever the headmaster was using to aid the the rebels for, because it, and I know like he's he really he only, uh, Del Toro really loves to tell stories about the Franco um, Span is it Franco Spanish uh, basically the 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 Spanish Revolution or Spanish Civil War um, and because he has like two movies at least two movies that take place around the same time. <laughs> And even in well, and, and even in the other one, the uh, Pan's Labyrinth, you know, the monsters are really just sort of a force of nature. The the real villain is that um, uh, that that uh, that uh, military, the head military guy, who eventually becomes like whenever you know he gets scarred, becomes a monster. You know, you see that trans transformation where he's a monster now because he has that giant sort of Heath Ledger scar on the side of his face. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I wonder. What are some of your? I don't know. Do you think of any other modern horror movies that you really enjoyed, or like, like, like say something that was made in like the last five to ten years, and it doesn't even have, it can even be like. Well, more than more than five years, you know, around the time that we had a real glut of terrible movies that were, you know, the Blair Witch Project came out, and and it had it it was kind yeah. of the one that affected horror movies up to that point had become like Jason versus Freddy X in space, yeah. underwater, on the moon, you know, it was like, yeah. it was just ridiculous, you know, nothing, and then you have the Blair Witch Project, and for a while everybody's like, is it real? Yeah. I don't know, it's made to look real, and I, it, was a, it was a dumb yeah. time for America, but, um, so you had this, this glut of terrible horror movies that weren't scary, and it was just like, you know, the haunting of Emily Rose or whatever her name Which is. Which is based on that. Apparently that was, I never saw it, but apparently but, I guess that's more of a courtroom drama than it's a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but the, um, what was it? Take Me to Hell. Drag Me to Hell? Drag Me to Hell, that's what it was. Drag Me to Hell. I actually like um, that one. That's 
<laughs> uh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. But around yeah. that time, you had Take Me to Hell, which is kind of... <laughs> you said Take you, Me to Hell. Yeah. I keep saying, yeah. Um, yeah. Drag Me to Hell. Take Me to Hell sounds like one of those uh, shitty like, blockbuster knockoff movies. That would be, it's like, oh, yeah. this is in theaters. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Wait, this isn't <laughs> Sam Brady's Take Me to Hell. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was because it was kind of pointing out the the ridiculousness of that type of yeah horror movie. Yeah. And and at the end, you know, you think everything's gonna be okay, and then oh, yeah, if you like it, like it, love it, or hate that movie, it's like. It delivered on its title. She's kind so, of a horrible. We really watched that movie. She's kind of a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was. I mean, that was one that was. But it, because it wasn't yeah. taking itself seriously, you know, and that was kind of why yeah. Cabin in in the Woods was good because they were kind of going back, lampooning and, and, and like taking the like like basically. Uh, <laughs> Well, they were they were trying trying to do something new, like taking the tired old way of doing it, like you know, yeah. House on Haunted Hill, the remake. Uh, those two movies were and that and then the know, Thirteen Ghosts, or whatever. Good, but yeah. yeah, Thirteen Ghosts. I the first time I watched that, I kind of liked it, but then the more I watched it, yeah. I was just like, eh, I don't know, it kind of loses it for me. Um, but have you ever seen the original Thirteen Ghosts? Yeah, I have, and it's it's 3D. not really that great. Well, even even House on Haunted Hill is not really that. The original one, House on Haunted Hills, there's really only two deaths that happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, and they're very they're for their time they were pretty. Yeah. Um, you know, you had the superimposed ghosts, and it was yeah. all three D and everything. And they tried to, you know, they tried to bring that into the remake yeah. with the goggles. You know, that that was that was kind of their yeah. nod to the original 3D goggles thing. Um, so I thought that, you know, that's kind of why I liked it. It was, it was like, oh, okay, that's a neat way to kind of bring it. You know, yeah. But I don't know. For me, most yeah. most movies are predictable. I, I'm sitting there watching them. I'm like, oh, look around this corner. Nope. Look yeah. around that corner. Nope. Oh, look back. Yes. There it yeah. is. So scary. And um, it, it's 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 kind of hard to imagine watching a horror movie and, and being so genuinely yeah. scared. Yeah. Because most times, you know, if I'm watching one, everybody around me jumps like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like... What's it's just the idea, I think you know, a big part of it, because, because, you know, you and I have, have we've written things. Well, we're decent. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's it's like, some people, the suspension of disbelief, you know, they're like, oh, it's it's so scary, because I'm supposed to be scared, and it's like, yeah. it's not actually scary, you know. I, I get the same way yeah. about comedy a lot, because I see things, and people are like, yeah. and I'm like, that's not funny. That's the one I think a big part of it too. Like you said, like, like for you and I, because you know we, we have written things, and so like we're we can we can put that writer's hat on and like think, okay, I see what he's doing. I know exactly what he's going to do here, you know, or she, I should say. Um, yeah. But uh, but that's what's always refreshing to like yeah. have something to where like you know, or even like, or even if it's like like like, like the two things that are great is like one, if you don't see it coming, like to actually be genuinely surprised and don't see it coming, or 
then like to see something coming, but like you're like, no, they're not gonna do that. No, no. oh my god, they're gonna do it. You know, <laughs> like, like that's a good feeling too. They done gone nuts. Um, but um, but I don't know. Like, I had I know like everybody loves the the newest it. Um, I had my problems with that because I don't know. Like, it's just like granted, yes, I thought I really felt that the the original needed to be updated because. I don't, have you seen the? I mean, as, as much as the, the Tim Curry, I haven't, I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the new one yet. But it, it kind of. There's the old saying, like to make a movie really scary, you don't show your monster. You know, it's it's like you. The scariest movies are the ones where. Yeah, it's kind the of like, like, the, of the, like the shark and jaws, basically. Right. Well, and and you just you like you have hints here or there. You see the results of it. You build up the tension, and then at the end, you can show the monster yeah. or something, and and have it be like the denouement yeah. of the movie. Um, but a lot of modern movies, that's their problem. They show yeah. stuff right up right away, and then so the rest of the movie. Like, it's, it's it's arguable because I think we, I think there is or there are a lot of horror movie filmmakers that are that are trying to steer. Like I said, the like the like the witch the. Um, well, I know. I'm, I, you know, we're, we're talking about modern, as in the past ten years, I think they were just sort of because I think what, what had, as opposed to yeah. the eighties, the seventies, yeah. you know, the early. You know, like you have other ones, like uh, you know, I know you're kind of saying, like, oh, is it really a horror movie? I mean, I would say it is, like, um, um, uh, the Jordan Peele one. Get out. I mean, you know, that's a sub, that's like a subgenre. Get out. Well, but see, that's yeah, that's I mean, more like, of a psychological like, thriller. Stuff, but it's still, but it's still like a, a horror. I mean, movie. you can argue that it's a possession movie because it is essentially like these people are trapped inside. You know, it's you know, so I mean, it's it's not like a sub. I mean, I would say it's a subgenre horror movie. Like, like, well, I mean, do you consider, for example, do you consider Silence of the Lambs a horror movie? No. Really? Because no. it's it's got cannibalism and it's got like a dude. Yeah, but to one. me, that's to me, it's more of a procedural like crime drama. Yeah, but I mean, it's you also got like, it's really like, disturbing horror shit. Like, I mean, it's just like I mean, I mean, so does a you know. Only, only that you're dealing with serial killers. Well, what about murders. Psycho? Would you say I mean, Psycho is a horror movie? I would say, yeah, that was supposed to be a horror movie. But because, because, because then, like, because then you're running into you're running into problems because. That's no. the same. That's kind of the same thing as as Sons of the Lambs, and it's and they're, and they're also based off of the same guy, Ed Gein. Um, so I don't know. That's why I say like I would say that they're no. they're not necessarily like straight up horror movies, but they are like. So so what would you say, Bone Collector? Um, subgenre. I would say that's another one that's kind that's... of subgenre. I mean, you could you could argue you could make the argument that that is horror. Seven. No, it's not. It's 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 a police officer. Well, what about, uh, would you consider killer. Seven that's a horror movie? That's a crime drama. Because I mean, there's pretty messed up no. stuff. Like the, the thing, like you see the body. Well, there's messed up stuff, but again, I don't know. To me, that that seem that seems just more like a, you know, a dogged police force chasing a, a criminal mastermind. But, in a serial killer. but I mean, even I Michael Myers is horror. technically a serial killer. You know, so it's just like it's like that's a slasher. I mean, he's like you know, so it's it is. I don't know. I guess it's yeah, but but he's the pursuer. You know, like she's constantly on the run. He's pursuing her. That's more. Yeah, of but a, it's still like horror. Like horror elements are happening in it. Like there's still there's still people dying, and 
there's so like you know so I think I think it's subgenres. Uh no, I've, uh, I don't think so. Not I'm gonna disagree <laughs> with you there. You're going to tell me that San Diego is a German for Wales vagina. <laughs> um, well, no, because it's it's all it's um, being pursued. Like you in 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 horror movies, the the person. The stand-in for you, you know, the Laurie Strode of the of the movie, is being chased, is being attacked. Her friends are being killed. She's being toyed with. She's being played with. She's the she, she's the mouse to the cat. You know, in in serial killer movies like you know Bone Collector and Silence of the Lambs and stuff, it's it's about a lady or a guy who are chasing after they're trying to solve the puzzle you see the, scenes, you see the scenes where he puts her trip. in the well and like and like you know and how how she you know she doesn't put the lotion on her skin right but that's not most of the movie that's not most of the movie most of the movie is a agent starling is agent starling trying to solve the, well, even the, like the you know well, even like the the really horrific scene of of uh, you know um hannibal just like like killing those two guards, and he freaking he cuts off a dude's face and puts it on his for crying out loud, man. Well, right, but that's people do that in real life. Would you? I mean, that's, that's like you even said you even said earlier. What, what freaks you out is like like Scream. How is okay? Is how is Scream a horror movie then? You know, because you've you've got people killing people around this world. Oh, killer, you're splitting hairs, Caleb. <laughs> No, you're splitting subgenres where there are subgenres. No, we can leave it up to the the audience to decide, but I think they'll agree with me that there's a difference. There's a difference because of who who is being pursued. No, who's being pursued? You know, is it is it the killer that's being pursued okay. by the the agent, or is it the would you the consider, person, the, would you consider the John as a horror movie? I think that's what it was. It it was. But they're being pursued by the shark. Well, right. I mean, that's that's one of those ones I think, kind of like the lighthouse, where it's an isolation horror movie. Mm -hmm. The horror comes because they're out there alone. There's nothing to protect them. Not alone at sea. You know what happens when that. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, it's it's the isolation of it is what causes yeah. the, the fear, the horror, what a, what the anxiety. And the shark, the shark what a, what a enhances that. Answer, <laughs> well, no, I think I think that still fits uh, in the the horror genre, the monster yeah. horror person chasing you because yeah. you're being pursued. You know, now if it was if it was an FBI agent pursuing the shark, then sure, I would call that a, a procedural. Uh, you know, why can't it be a procedural horror movie? rather than a horror movie? Well, because they haven't invented that. Maybe, maybe they have. <laughs> maybe that's what those movies are. Uh, hell, uh, some of Argento's movies are like that. You know, like that horrible Tenebrae movie I said. <laughs> it's basically that. Uh, and uh, it was an opera, you know? So, you know, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I still think, I mean, you can, you can subgenre them, but I still say that they are horror movies. They are horror movies. Horror. And so what, what defines a horror movie? Mm -hmm. Let's In see here. Well, let me look here. 
Well, no, I, from based on what you said earlier, basically just something that has let's see, something that, that deals with horrific images. Um, so, like, like you know, it has as sort of a an antagonist that does extreme things, and you know, mur like, like be it murder, be it um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, like you know, you know, they don't look, 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 it's like it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, it's like those guys aren't super powered or like supernatural or anything like that. Well, they don't have to be super powered. It, uh, like I said, it's who is being pursued yeah. and who is doing the chasing. So by your definition, the Godfather is a horror no. movie. No, it isn't. Yeah, yeah, because the antagonist is killing people around Michael and his family. <laughs> Michael. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing, it's like, it, but that one, it's because it's more of a drama because there's no, there's no horrific images in it. Like there's no like, there's no like over the top like trying to be like, oh, I'm serial. There's no serial killer in there, you know. There's there are killers, but it's just like it's like gangland hit stuff. Well, not on screen. What's he's that? right around the corner. And not on screen, but he's right around the corner. <laughs> you could say they're mobsters. They're yeah. all ciller, serial oh, killers. They're, they? they're stabbing boxes of Cheerios <laughs> as we speak. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I used to do. So your parents, your parents are right. <laughs> my mom came out. My mom came out. Yeah, my mom came out and found uh, all of her kitchen knives in stabbed into a box of cereal. She was like, "What is this? Why did you do this?" I said, "Mom, I'm a cereal." Yeah, then she said, "You're buying a new box. You're buying a new box up. of cereal." <laughs> but but anyhow, <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like, I, I think the argument is there for for say, for example, like Get Out, because it is. I mean, it's essentially them stripping away like using science to strip these people away i i would call us more of a horror movie than get out well, what about um let's say separate line like what about the and i'm not talking about the, the, well, the god-awful don't ever watch it remake of separate wives but the original 70s separate wives which is you can definitely tell get out was 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 definitely inspired by yeah, I mean, there's that's kind of also like a pod people type thing, where well, and that's the thing though. With, with you could argue that with uh, with Get Out because they're taking over their bodies, right? But I don't know. I mean, I guess you could call it a subgenre, psychological th thriller. Though to me, like, to me, what I think is... if I think psychological thriller, I think of. Um, like God, let's see. Like I don't know. Like, like some like uh, Michael or not Michael, uh, Brian De Palma type stuff. You know, like uh, um, oh God, the one with um, uh, you know. Well, I think I think it's a loose mm -hmm. definition. Some like uh, yeah. well, like that's like basic you know, that's all that. Order, you know, um, right? But so there. So is the. I mean, you could call Get Out that. I guess the the problem is. So many things overlap yeah. these days. It's like, well, they're trying to do something different. So what I want is to take, I want it to be part psychological thriller, part horror movie, part uh, commentary on, you know. And so it becomes all these things. So you see it more of this, and I see it more as that. Whereas older movies were yeah. more single, well, I mean, single and, genre. And, it, and I'm not saying that. It has to be one thing or the other. I mean, because movies, movies can, like, like for example, Captain America, Winter Soldier. That is a political thriller slash superhero movie slash action movie. You know, so it's like it doesn't have to just be one like pigeonholed into one genre. You know. Well, 
I mean, sure. Yeah. So in that sense, Caleb, we're want to be all right. about it. <laughs> 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 uh, but anyhow. Uh, like, like that movie. Uh, the kids are all right. Right. Ah, uh, yes. Mark Ruffalo. Uh, mm -hmm. Some joke. <laughs> the kids are all right. All of them. Um, no. Uh, well, we're... we're what? I don't know. Well, should we, uh, should we call it quits then? Or? I guess. I mean, I we talked for a while and didn't achieve anything. Which is usually <laughs> for us. The point is, uh, hopefully we, I mean, I hope that we have kind of like set a few movies that you might be interested in, a few movies and books and games that you might be interested in either rediscovering. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Poltergeist. Was also, that was the one as a little kid that I always loved. Like, that was, you know. Yeah. Um, Cujo. The original Pet Cemetery was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, Silver Bullet. Werewolf. All right, which is based off of uh, Cycle of the Werewolf. Yeah. Actually, Ghoulies is pretty bad. I watched Ghoulies. it again recently. It has, it has, a, you know, it has, um... I know. I just always like that part. I always like that part where they're in the big ball and they roll over that guy and it's yeah. a skeleton. Well, they, uh, like, the first ah, Ghoulies ah, has ah, Marishka ah, Hargitay in it before she was anybody. Yeah. Before she was yeah. special victim uh, united. Marishka Hargitay. My mom didn't realize that that's Jane Man that she's Jane Mansfield's daughter. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, like, you know, like that, uh, and of course, you know, classics like uh, you know, I think the the thing that really sort of turned me on to horror as a kid was the original Nightmare on Elm Street, because. Well, I was going to ask this, and we never had time now that we're at yeah. the end you know i gotta shove it in here what was the first movie horror movie you remember seeing um, like it doesn't even have to be the whole thing images of, um well i mean i would say background on street but i know i watched horror movies oh um actually and this is more like a safe horror movie but the scene that it was a scene that really disturbed and even now i think it's really disturbing um do you remember something Look at This Way Comes? Yeah, I mean, I remember what it is. I don't remember. I don't know if I've ever seen it. It was, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was that, it was made during that Disney period before uh, Touchstone. Mm -hmm. uh, when they were kind of trying to do where Disney was kind of trying to do a little bit more adult-themed uh, stuff, but still sort of playing it safe. Because like mm -hmm. they had the black hole. And there's this scene, in, and it's based off of a Ray Bradbury uh, book, and there's a scene where these two kids are inside this room, and like, you know, because it's about this carnival that's evil, and I forget if like, like the guy is like an evil sorcerer or something, and he, he's got it out for these two kids, and there's... Well, every carnival yeah, is evil. <laughs> Connie's circus folk. Um, but there's, there's this scene in which... Um, like tarantulas, like come off, come out of the ceiling, and they're like crawling all over them. I was like, ah, oh. as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, how about you? Uh, well, for me, um, I was aware of Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't think I saw it. Yeah. Hellraiser. You know, you'd always see the promos for it during on on between mm -hmm. shows that were meant for younger audiences. And they'd be like, tonight, Hellraiser! And it'd be like, ah! Well, no, that's, but, uh, that's how they salute. Hey, kids, guess what? Hellraiser's on tonight! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was basically, it was like, you know, 
you'd be watching some normal show and all of a sudden tonight on USA Hellraiser. But um, one day my dad was gone and it was my sister and I and my cousin were at our house and I think my dad had recorded um, uh, the the sequel. Which one was it? Two or three? Um, to Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, which uh, or is this the one that we're the the one that we like to talk that's about? Actually, You're way out of line. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five: A New Beginning, because that was the that's the only one that that's okay, actually the one five. that so many horror fans got pissed about because Jason's not actually in that one. <laughs> yeah, he's not even in it. Some guy, yeah, it's like some it's some orderly yeah. who's really yeah. And you know, stuff. I didn't I didn't watch horror movies really as yeah. a kid. I I saw bits and pieces here or there, you know, but, yeah. um, this was, we were watching it and we were like, Oh, we can't, we're not supposed to watch this. <laughs> and, and, it, and of course, when we turned it on, it was right at the part where he, he tries to give the guy a candy bar. He tries to give the guy a handy bar, a uh, candy bar. He's like, don't bother me. <laughs> he's like, you're way out of line. <laughs> You're way out of line, and the guy turns around and he just axes him in the back, and we were like, ah, and then turned. Yeah, you know, my dad returned home. Uh, so and you didn't like get to see that. You didn't get to see the two best really parts scared, of that but, movie. Actually, four best parts, I should say. No, <laughs> and yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't into horror yeah. movies when well, I was a kid. Really, I think. You know, well, for me, a big, a big deal was because I, I had know. two older siblings, and so when they would have sleepovers, they would always rent, like, like, for their birthday or whatever, they would always rent horror movies. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. the first one I saw yeah. really well, all the way through was Alien 2, or Aliens. Yeah. Um, Aliens, because late at night my dad was watching it, and I kind of snuck out and hid behind the couch and just watched it. And, yeah, well, that, and that uh, one is more of, like I said, that's more like sci-fi you know, action because they're actually fighting back the aliens, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, that yeah. I think those two were the first ones I actually really yeah. saw that weren't like promos. Or well, I do remember, as I said, like, and I even posted this on, on Instagram, and I think and you and I have even talked about it um, before, uh, you know, like, because it's like for like the... Um, yeah, one of my one of my brother's birthday sleepovers I was either six or seven, and you know at that age you know you're starting to learn to read and spell and all that stuff and and I remember us watching he rented Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two and there was that scene in which uh, Bill Mosley uh, actor Bill Mosley as Chop Top is spelling out you know, he's at the exit sign he's spelling it out and he goes E X I T exit and that is literally how I learned to spell exit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank, once again, thank you, Mr. Bill Mosley, yep. for teaching you to spell that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess we've talked enough. Okay. Well, uh, I hope everybody was, like I said, hope, hope we gave you some interesting references. If you haven't seen these movies or if you, or if you have seen them and, you know, but it's, it's Halloween week, or, you know, it's Halloween in six days from when we're recording this, so, you know, watch them, relive your, since you can't really go out and trick-or-treat or have fun this Halloween, you know, just, just uh, take some of our suggestions, either, you know, either the literary video game or the, you know, the live-action.
action movie and TV and just have a good time, you know. So, and as always, if you like what we do here um, on the normal show, don't forget to like, um, uh, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Get it, get it out there. Why, why, yeah. keep this, why keep this podcast a secret? And, you yeah. know, remember about the ghost of Beanie Weenie. Oh, I don't know about him. If you eat his beans, he'll eat your weenie. Yeah. Well, have you seen the ghost of John? Long white bones with the skin all gone? Or? Ooh. Ooh. Wouldn't that be chilly? It must be chilly. <laughs> God. So I'm going to make a horror movie based on that song. It'd be so easy. And it's, yeah. it's probably public domain anyway. So. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. So I guess we'll see you next time and have a happy Halloween.